Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to today's Issues on the American Family Radio Network. I'm Tim with Ed, and joining us now is Steve Jordahl. Good morning, afternoon, evening. Hey, can I make a little announcement, a little commercial? You, you sure you go might. on? Where are you you going to be? No, I'm not. I'm you not got, traveling you, you anywhere. Some, you travel and you do some juggling, don't you? <laughs> I'm, I'm not. Huh? The circus is coming to town. Go ahead. What do you need? This to is. Uh, we got something exciting coming up on October 13th. So we're talking about 10 days. Uh-huh. Uh, so it'll be a week from Wednesday at 6 p.m. Central Time, Central Standard Time. You are invited to join a special episode of AFA at Home, hosted by Walker Wildman, Vice President of Operations for AFA. This is an exclusive opportunity to hear the untold story of how God used AFA Action's leadership team to help overturn Roe v. Wade and Planned Parenthood v. Casey. So you don't want to miss that special episode of AFA at Home with Walker Wildman. It is premiering October 13th at 6 p.m., Central on AFA's streaming platform to watch this special episode of AFA at Home. Visit our viewing platform to sign up for a free account. That is streaming.afa.net, streaming.afa.net. Steve, you know what the Chicago Mercantile Exchange is? I believe it's a mercantile exchange in Chicago. (laughs) Oh, this is a man who's answered essay questions you, you, in high school. You've been hanging around Kamala Harris. <laughs> I have. Too no. much, haven't you? Is it, um, is it agriculture? Yeah. Yeah. It, the uh, Chicago Merchantile Exchange was founded in 1898. Wow. You know what its original name was? No. The Chicago Butter and Egg Board. Well, there you go. <laughs> huh? I made it, Ma. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I'm it was president a, of the Chicago Butter, Butter and, and Egg Board. Board. Uh, so they changed the name, uh, but it's an agricultural commodities exchange. We were talking about that last. last top hour. of the world, Ma. I'm at the top of the world. <laughs> I'm now. All right, Steve, uh, what do you got? All right. Um, <clears throat> let's start with this. Election is coming up. The elections are coming up. And uh, there's been some talk about how influential social media is on elections and we are uh finding out the the republican national committee is accusing google of suppressing more than 22 million of its emails that it sent out including hundreds of thousands of get out the vote emails so they're trying to raise money they're trying to get people to go out and vote and uh and google anybody that has gmail uh, the mails are uh, going directly to their spam box. If this is if this is true, this is a huge, huge story. Yeah, there's severe legal consequences to be paid. Well, they're if looking, it's true, they're looking for some. But I, I, I think the Republican National Committee would have to have some evidence to support this accusation. Otherwise, they're slandering Google. Yes, that's why I say if this is true, this is a huge story because what it would mean is that Google was suppressing Republican emails to supporters, potential voters. And taking their money. And taking their money and taking their money away from the GOP and favoring the Democratic 
candidates. And if that's true, they right. would – that's – Political interference. That's not only political interference, but they would have to report – I mean, that's that's, that's helping. That's a donation. That's a donation. That's what they're saying. If, and and as far as proof – now, I'm, I'm looking at an article in Fox. We can post this on our Facebook page. Um, <clears throat> they included a graph that is impossible to read. I even went – Who's to, they? <clears throat> Fox. On the, in their article. Oh, okay. Um, I even went to our IT department and says, what does this mean? Because the, the graph is here, but all of the X and Y axis things are blurred out. So you don't know what it means. But it shows a regular dip. I think this means every month this is the uh, number of or the amount of mails that the RNC sends out that has been diverted to the, um, the spam box. Yeah, so they have – they th what this graph – purportedly shows is they have uh it looks like an upside down heart monitor it does okay so you have uh you, you have regular 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 emails going out then a severe dip and then it comes back up and it goes back to normal then a severe dip and so uh listen this is the kind of thing where they're going to have to get into court and they're okay. going to have to force Google to turn over something. I'm not an IT guy. Uh, well, and also, uh, if the Republicans take control of the House of Representatives coming up in a month. Good point. Of course, that won't actually take place until January. Google's in trouble. Uh, we, I don't think the Department of Justice, as it exists now, which is basically a political arm of the Democrat Party, that's why they don't do anything about Hunter Biden or Hillary Clinton or anything like that's that. That's why they arrest only uh, Republicans. It's one way. Right. Anyway, uh, and that's why they go looking for Joe Biden's, is it Daughter's Diary? Daughter's Diary. Yeah. Ashley Biden. So, uh, the FBI I'm talking about, That's that was he sent them out to find his daughter's diary. Uh, okay, back to the point here. Correct me if I'm wrong on this story. Google controls Gmail. Yes. Gmail is the email apparatus of Google, and it's enormous. I mean, probably one of the top five. Think of how many people you know that have a Gmail account. That's what I'm saying. I have okay. One. So correct me if I'm wrong here. So you have the Republican. So politicians, they they pay to send emails. Right. Um, we all know it. I'm getting 10 and 20 a day right That's now. Are you all getting them? Right. Oh, yes. Huh? From, every, from everybody. I didn't sign up for it. Yeah. Right, right. But you're getting them. Right. And so, but in, in the case of Gmail, owned by Google, the Republican National Committee is saying that that they pay. They pay a company they, to send them out. They pay to send emails out via Gmail. And they're saying that Google is sending a lot of those emails to spam right. intentionally to keep them from ever reaching the destination or the email inbox of the people that the Republicans are targeting. Is that what's going on here? That's, that's what the, the accusation, accusation is. That's what the accusation yes. is. And as Ed said, that doesn't surprise anybody here that that uh, big social media companies are they're all liberal and so right. they all they all they all pick pick the Democrats. Uh let me add some context but, but, to but, this. But, but yes, and I am too. I'm adding context, am I not, Steve? You are. <laughs> Indeed you are. Um but but to <laughs> huh? But but with this situation here, uh, this is different than just saying they have a liberal bias as a corporation. This is this this accusation is that they have illegally, I think, interfered 
with political speech in America to favor one side. And also it makes me question, okay, if you pay for something and you don't get services rendered because somebody sabotages it from the inside of Google and then tries to hide it, if that's what happened here, that's extremely serious. I don't think they're paying Google though. Okay, they're not paying, they're paying another company, company to send the emails. Through Google. But through Google, Google knows who it is and they're and Google's yes. uh, sending it in the deep dive. In, yes. They're they, gonna deep six it. But to your point, they are they would be they would be if this is true. Perhaps illegally, I, I don't know. Right. But but they would be interfering in the election, much like the accusation about Facebook, you know, Mark Zuckerberg spending millions of dollars in inner cities to only help Democratic right. vote gathering. Right. Steve, would you give us some context? I, I happen to have some context. <laughs> I have in front of me the uh, abstract of a uh, uh, academic study. It's out of uh, Princeton and uh, Singapore, and uh, another. Princeton's not in Singapore, Steve. They, they no. do. Have, they do have a uh, a remote <clears throat> campus. The conjunction <laughs> and in between those two words, um, it's from both. Yeah. Uh, professors at at both. Anyway, um, this is what they found that. They found that our results indicate that Twitter lowered the Republican vote share in 2016 and 2020 presidential elections, and it suggests that Twitter's relatively liberal content may have persuaded voters with moderate views to vote against Donald Trump. That's one study. They have another study here that found that um, President Trump had some 87 million followers on Twitter. Vice President Biden had only 11. This is for the 2020 election. 11 million followers. However, Biden's three highest performing tweets nearly doubled the amount of interactions compared to President Trump's. So not that many people were just so taken with uh, Donald, with uh, Joe Biden. So I, Tr I Trump's tweets were being, the, the accusation is they were being uh, smothered. Yes. Much like we're like, like Gmail was accused of doing. I heard, I, I tried to find this. Um, this was Maybe even back as far as 2016, but there was a, uh, uh, a scholar he's from a conservative think tank that said that social media or Facebook, I think in this case, and and I'm going to have to I'll look for it. Uh, maybe tomorrow we can come up with the specifics, but uh, was what could account for millions of votes, far more votes than was the 2020 election decided. Well, the, I want to just I just want to say to both. Uh, Steve and Tim, some excellent context. This has helped. This is this well. has helped understand this issue. No, this is this. You're is, welcome. This is serious. This is serious yeah. business. Right now, I've said on this show before, it's not unusual uh, in decades past for newspapers to take sides in elections. That's why you had the, the you know yeah. Chicago Tribune and the Chicago Sun Times and the Washington Post and the Washington Times, New York Post, New York Times. These these different newspapers developed because they took sides in elections, but social media is a different animal. They're not just simply publishers who take sides. They are platforms who are intentionally blocking candidates, potentially blocking candidates from getting access to uh, voters. This is really a serious thing, and I hope we get to the bottom of it. I hope the Republicans get to the bottom of it. If this was reversed, 
Democrats would be yeah. screaming bloody murder. They'd have a whole new uh, special co- uh, commission. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, how many votes, let me, uh, and maybe this is kind of hard to figure, but how many votes do you think the Republicans have to win by if they're going to take back the House and the Senate? How, what percentage says do they have to pull in order to overcome the the bias or cheating or whatever other things are going on in the election if they are to win. Wow, great. You just got us banned off YouTube by saying cheating in, in the same sentence with election. Well, we're talking about this one. Yeah. No, uh, you're talking about with social media? Well, I, 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 well, I, I don't. All I, of I the no shenanigans way. that I have we, no way of knowing, but you, you certainly would have to, the, your percentages would certainly have to be greater in terms of vote getting if if there is cheating going on you have to over you have to overcome that and it de- depends on if if cheating is going on it would depend on what percentage that benefits yeah. a particular party you have to overcome it and for those that are listening at uh, YouTube or Facebook cheating only uh, happens in democrat led elections i mean it's you know there's no such thing as is cheating in elections? They're all fair. <laughs> all right. All, all, you, need to do, all of... you need to do it, to get us banned is say the word ivermectin, Steve. Ivermectin. You're cheating in elections and ivermectin. That's good <laughs> enough to get us banned. <laughs> there you go. All right. What else you got? Um, so a movie came out this weekend, um, and it was billed as the first all-gay comedy. It, it was a... Uh, love story i suppose between two men and it was uh kind of had an r rating oh, broke back mountain did that well yeah this was a little more explicit than Bro- broke back mountain oh but the story still is riveting i don't know i didn't see the movie but i didn't either but i gotta tell i gotta I, was I gotta tell you what before we go any further on this story when broke back mountain came out yes i was writing for the afa journal yep that's what it's called at the time it is now the stan magazine and my editor, Randall Murphy, wanted me to do a review of Brokeback Mountain. Did you have to watch it? I went to the theater. and But I went to the theater with my grown daughter. My wife would not go because I did not want to be sitting in the theater <laughs> as a guy. By myself? By myself. I mean, I had a notepad and uh, took notes and recorded so I get the quotes and stuff right. That article is still available. It was a powerful feature review. But my daughter, about 15 minutes in, she said, I can't take this. I'm going out to the, oh, to, no. the, uh, to, to get popcorn or whatever. I'll go so with she you. She never came back. She no. went into a different movie. I oh, said, no. Well, thanks no. a lot. Um, so it was me I and might, four other guys in the whole theater. I might have worn a big oh, wow. jacket that said press on the back or something like that. <laughs> so anyway, so this is a, another movie. It is. But it's touting awesome. abomination. It's not doing very well at the, at the. Well, this is the point. It's called Bros, and it, Bros. it had about a $25 million budget to make, which yeah. isn't much by Hollywood standards. Who right? stars in it, Steve? Um, Probably no names, right? Billy Eichner and Judd Aptow. Joe? Judd Who? Aptow? I said Aptow. Aptow. He, he's in it? Well. Joe, Joe Aptow? No, I'm sorry. This is <laughs> Joe Ihop? Judd Aptow. Is it Joe Ihop? <laughs> Joe Ihop, yeah. <laughs> yeah this, um, this Joe TikTok, what's his name? Playing See? with Wally Because I've seen House. him before. Judd Aptow is in a yeah, movie, Judd. but it's called, this one is, I guess, it's another one that's coming out called okay. Spoiler Alert. 
Um, I don't know who's in this one. I don't. Anyway, care. your point is the movie's bombing. It is bombing. And people have so what you're hearing in in culture is that we have to be accepting, and people will say, "Oh, I'm all in favor. I don't want to discriminate against." homosexuals and we got to let them get married and we are you know we got to put all these you know we can't let cake makers discriminate everybody's for equality until they have a choice that they can make without any ramifications on their you know the way they look to the world and they don't want they don't want hide nor hair of a, a movie like this Maybe Why? That's, maybe that's the wrong. We're gonna move on right here, Steve. We're moving I'm just on. gonna let that. We're moving on down the show's road, Steve. Next story. Not even gonna uh, review that. <laughs> now, no ghost. Yeah, go. Just no, move no, on. No, move no, along. No. Don't say anything else. Go to the next story. Well, coming along the same, the same. Uh, no. no, no, no. Not this, going along the same anything. This is a, a speech by by Putin. Vladimir Vladimir Putin made well, a speech. Good old Vlad. He gave a speech. He gave a speech on the um on the occasion of Russia annexing part of Ukraine. And uh <laughs> annexing. That's what they call it. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> all right, well, it, all right. If that's, anyway, what he wants, if that's what he wants to call it, uh, annexing part of yes. Ukraine. Well, Called that's what they stealing. did over the weekend. But they he basically claimed Ukraine is theirs all along, right? Yeah, but they, the, they officially, the parts that they occupied, they officially annexed them, which like what the Nazis did with Austria during World War II. Anyway, all right, go. during the speech, he decried what he called Satanism in the U.S. Anyway, our culture is making us look very, very bad to the world. The, represent, uh, the repression of freedom is taking, this is him quote, quoting him, is taking on the outlines of reverse religion or Satanism, he said, in, uh, adding that the open attitudes towards gender identity are a denial of man. In a question he posed to all citizens of Russia, he said, do we really want to see perversions that lead to degradation and the extinction to be imposed on children in our schools from their earliest years to be drilled into them? that they are supposed to be some genders beside men and women, offering the chance to undergo sex change operations. He is mocking us and saying, we don't want any part of being the West. We're a laughingstock now. Among yeah, you know, you have, to, you have to remember that the United States being at, at you know, militarily the most powerful, uh, economically the most powerful, but culturally we are extremely influential in terms of the entertainment we produce, yeah. the movies that we're talking about, the music, all of that culture, which most of it pollutes culture. It is morally degraded. It is the promotion of sinfulness, not just homosexuality. It's fornication, adultery, all of that. It is flowing like sewage out to the rest of the world. And there are a lot of countries that react this way. Russia is a uh, is a mixed bag. Vladimir Putin certainly is. But uh, Russia is a religiously conservative country, as is much of Eastern uh, Europe, yeah. not like uh, Western Europe. I have uh, Muslim countries, even countries like China, with all of their problems, they recognize the moral degeneracy that much of our uh, 
uh, cultural leaders, many of our cultural leaders are producing. I'm not shocked that that is his reaction to what's yeah. going on in America. Normal. And very sad to say, we, we have always led in uh, missionaries and the promotion of the gospel. We also lead in moral promoting moral degeneracy. So absolutely. God help us. All right. Um, let's do this. Um, climate change. If you were to Google something about climate change, what do you think you'd see the first 10, 15 entries? It would all be. Oh, I think it would be a fair presentation balanced. of a balanced uh, presentation of the different viewpoints that are out there, Steve. Well, no, it wouldn't be. <laughs> I want you to listen to, this is Melissa Fleming. She's with the United Nations, and they are um, making deals with Google, uh, the search engine. Uh, let's listen to Cut6. You know, we partnered with Google, for example. If you Google climate change, you will, at the top of your search, you will get all kinds of UN resources. We started this partnership when we were shocked to see that when we Googled climate change, we were getting incredibly distorted uh, information right at the top. So we, we're becoming much more proactive. Um, you know, we own the science and we think that the world, you know, should know it. And, and the platforms themselves also do. Um, but again, it's, it's, it is, um, it's, it's a huge, huge challenge that I think all sectors of society need to be very active in. You know, this, uh, I want you to do a promotion for American Family News yes. right now because this is why we encourage people to sign up for American Family News because our reporters, yourself included, Steve, our reporters go to organizations that will disagree with this United Nations shill, okay? I, I don't even know her name. What's her name? Her name is Melissa Fleming. Well, she is a shill for the United Nations and the globalist climate change agenda. And if you rely on Google to get a fair interaction, a balanced interaction on this issue, because as she just said, there is no balance. There should be no balance. Right. You're not going to find it. You're going to have to go to some something like American Family American News. Fa and if you go to AF, if you go to afn.net, you can sign up for our uh, our daily update. We'll send you an email uh, with the top stories that we're covering. I and typed in uh, climate change on Google just now. Yeah, it's all one sided. I mean, well, of course, they say the science is they they own the they science. They own so the science. You can't. It's it's just it's a. Uh, consensus it, there's nothing critical on right. at least the front page here of uh, even this hurricane is caused by global that's what they're uh, claiming climate change like we never had hurricanes before you know right we, we've always had hurricanes um so that's that's so, why that that's why because american family news interviews people who will bring the other side on this issue correct we well we also follow the science all right <laughs> I don't have time to go into this right now in depth, but I think that climate change, what used to be called global warming, <clears throat> while it, there may, I'm sure there's climate change going on. There always has been climate change going on. But what, what all these people on the left want to use this for is to control the American economy. Yeah. Namely, control the American economy and scare people to death uh, and so how do you scare people to death so that they'll give up their freedom? 
you tell them the planet's going to burn up yeah. if you keep using your SUV. And so we're cracking down on that kind of thing. That That's that's a 30-second synopsis of what I think why millions of Americans are leery of these people who want to just absolutely control everything in the name of ending, uh, stopping climate change. Take we'll see you tomorrow, everybody. Take care.